Hey everybody, this is Ben, and you are listening to another episode of Pseudophiles. This week, Torrance, Sydney, and I are joined by the funny and talented Cody and Alex to discuss the Mothman prophecy. Be not afraid, sometimes the looming monster in the night just wants to help. It's too bad that we never listen. His ruby eyes flashed before me. Tall, winged, I was frightened. But above my heartbeat I heard his whispers, warning me of danger. He is the Mothman, and this is Pseudophiles. I watched. Uh, are we are we Ma- recording already? Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> all live. Damn. This is all going on <laughs> hey Torrance, keep talking. Last night I watched. Hey, are we recording already? <laughs> I am going to fuck kill all you. of you. Jesus Christ! Uh, it's gonna. Be I'm gonna kill night. you. All right. I watched uh, uh, Mothman Prophecies last night with Richard Gere. Have any of you guys ever actually seen that I movie? Beautiful man. Have seen that. But it was like ten years ago. There was a six-minute YouTube like Cliff Notes video. That's what I watched. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyways, it's continue. Just take, so, take... Mothman movie. Uh, whenever you watch it, Sydney, what do you remember from it? Do you remember anything from it? I remember it being nighttime and Richard Gere, basically. Yeah. Same. Well, I mean, that's that the was whole the movie. Original working title for the movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nighttime with Richard Gere. <laughs> that was actually going to be my number one complaint for the YouTube video. There was not very much Richard Gere at all. Like, or nighttime. Yeah. Mm. That was, uh, that was actually Pretty Woman that I'm thinking of. Oh. I actually, I really like the movie. <laughs> Not, no kidding, I really enjoyed the movie. I wish I was able, I watched it all the way through. I only got to come and go as it was, you know. It was fine. Like, it was, uh, I think the, the biggest thing was the, uh, the direction of the movie. Uh, like, the director did a fantastic job with the movie. Can you give me a footnote to the footnote synopsis? Well... So, the original story comes from a town called Point Pleasant in West Virginia. Okay. And this happened in 1966, thereabouts. Um, And there were about, uh, the number goes back and forth, but I've always read it's like between 100 and 200 reports of people in town seeing uh, this flying creature with glowing red eyes. And uh, the original story is these four teens went out to mm-hmm. uh, like this lovers lane thing. It was, I guess, like a old military base, which in retrospect is like a really weird lovers lane. But I got gotcha. uh, anyway, lovers lane in Point Pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and they go out there and um, they saw this creature as they're leaving, like out on the road. And they said they started driving away from it, and it jumped off off the ground and started flying alongside their car and they all said gotcha. they had glowing red eyes and that it basically chased them all the way into town and they claimed that they were driving like 80 miles an hour or something crazy and the thing was still keeping up them. with them and it gotcha. only stopped when they got to the street lights in town and so they filed a whole police report it was in the local newspaper it was a really big to do uh, and then a lot of other sightings uh, made up those hundred after that yeah and um and so shortly after that, a, a major bridge, the Silver Bridge in, in town, collapsed. Mm-hmm. 
um, and I don't remember how many people died, but it was a lot. It was like a hundred and something. It was, it was a significant amount. No, it, it was, was not like, as many in the movie. But it, was it was like, like forty-seven. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, in the Too movie, many. it's thirty-six. That's what they say in the movie. Why would they change that detail? Like, because it matters. What, that's what Holly Hunt. Wait, no, it's not Holly Hunt. Gina Davis. No, it's not Gina Davis. Gina Davis. No, it's a. Okay, what? we need to look this up. <laughs> what are we talking about, though? So, anyway, no, the newspaper this article blonde lady. <laughs> was it, okay, it was 47, then. Yeah, that was the exact number I had, too. Ooh, no, 47? it was not 40. It was 36. <laughs> in the movie. And, 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 in the movie. But in real life, it was 47. IRL. Several what? dozen people died in this in this bridge collapse. Gotcha. And um, afterwards, like, multiple other townsfolk came forward and put in formal reports with the police and newspaper saying that uh, this creature that they started calling the Mothman since mm-hmm. the original newspaper article um, had warned them either in person or in a dream or either through like a psychic communication that this was going to happen. Weird. And the interesting thing about it to me, the thing that always caught my attention with it was um, there's a guy who did a whole book on it and interviewed a lot of the people who came forward. And oh, a lot of them were like, What's that guy's really... name? Because I think he was featured in the movie, right? Um, I can't remember. Let's see. Uh, John Lee... Keel? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a guy's name. And yeah. uh, anyway. He was featured in the movie, too. Like, a lot of these people were not, like, just, like, the town weirdo. Like, it was a lot of, like, really normal people, a lot of different walks of life, right. a lot of different Didn't yeah. I see that, like, and... there was, like, people who would come and, um, like we're driving through town and they saw like they weren't even connected to the town. Yeah, so, that yeah. Happened. So the uh, there was a lot of different cases where out of towners or a lot of different people. They, I think they they said the end tally was somewhere in the two hundreds of people that reported well, those, the same right. thing. Those two couples that like the initial sighting, uh, didn't they actually get chased for like fifteen minutes and? Yeah, uh, they yeah, were they driving got... like a hundred miles an hour back into town, and then they said that the thing was actually like keeping it, keeping their pace and okay. flying. Yeah, at, and there's like crazy. flying above yeah. them, there's and some, behind them. There's some inconsistency in their story because in, if you read the like original news article, they talked that it was like running beside it, but then oh, when weird. they retold the story later in other interviews, oh. they say it was flying. Above so there's some them. slight inconsistency. So there's a little inconsistency okay. there, but okay. the, the common themes that they always say is across all the reportings is that it is about. Human height that had a huge wingspan and that okay. typically had it always has glowing red eyes, glowing but it's typically eyes, like so, in the yeah. middle of its body instead of like oh where weird like a head height would yeah, be. Yeah, so I remember. So Cody Same. and I were looking at like kind of like the footnotes video overview of like this scenario, and they said like in a lot of the uh, like a lot of the tellings of the story of seeing the Mothman, like it didn't really flap its wings; it just kind of like floated up. Right. Like it yeah. Didn't, that's kind of strange. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, they, it, it's never that it like flies like a bird. It, it has like almost a like sw- a levitation. Yeah. levitation. What was yeah. really weird about that in, in my little uh, YouTube Cliff Notes video was that it was uh, every like most people that came forth to the police station said that, and they were all different timed. Yeah. They're they're interviewed separately, and yeah. every person was like, "No, it never like flapped its wings. It just like." You know, opened up and then took off. That's strange. Yeah, so, so, which, which, which is very like hair raising for me because whenever yeah. you find like consistencies in a very like something like imaginary story, like yeah, yeah between imaginary. strangers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Real kinda... quick, what year was this again? Nineteen sixty-six. Okay, sixty-six. Yeah. On the uh, on the whole thing, out of towner thing. So uh, <clears throat> there was actually uh, a lady from a neighboring town who was there. With her child visiting some friends, really, um, who came forward and gave gave her a testimony on this, and uh, I thought was I th- was very creepy to re- to listen to uh, on the on the YouTube video was that uh, she saw it uh, in the in like the dusk hours, 
so it was getting getting kind of dark and uh was walking out outside at some point outside of her friend's house with her child and she saw the mothman uh pretty close like it was like she was like kind of like out there hanging out and all of a sudden it was there like like it had like apparated harry potter style right next to her and they you know turned and, and jumped and uh out of like self-defense for the defense for her child she like threw it was an infant <laughs> of all things yeah. she like dropped it on the ground and then like we're like uh she like dropped her human meat shield Get down, Mr. No. President. <laughs> um, no but what she did is she she actually she shielded her child from from the mothman um you know hovered mm-hmm. over it to protect mm-hmm. it and was there for a according to her testimony a good minute uh, yeah. like you know which you know to her might have been just like 30 seconds but you know how that can be yeah, like sure. eternity um but eventually like realized that there was no real immediate danger and like slowly like looked up and the mothman was still there picked up her baby and like backpedaled into the house and everybody inside the house was witnessing this too and watched it as it followed her up onto the steps and like te- tried to like peer in through the windows uh. and they called the cops and when the cops arrived it took off um, well, that's crazy. Yeah, the stories say. I mean, that it's uh, it's not like. I mean, it is menacing. Uh, it's a menacing creature, but really? it, but it was like. Uh, I mean, because it's terrifying looking. Yeah, but oh, the. Yeah. I mean, you know, the 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 physical aspect of it is menacing. menacing yeah. But it it itself was supposed to be this like uh, benevolent creature, right. like I yeah. think Torrance and I were talking about earlier. Yeah, that yeah. it was uh, trying to warn the townsfolk of like it, that it was. Uh, uh, trying to warn them about this uh, bridge collapse that eventually mm-hmm. did happen, uh, and the sightings actually stopped completely immediately after, after immediately the bridge, yeah. the bridge collapsed, and those forty-seven was on, people. The Mothman was on the bridge. He died. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's been sighted after that. Oh, he was. Well, oh, yeah, okay. So. Well, and there's been a little, um, a little misinformation, I guess, because there's this is one of those things where the story's kind of sprung up again like in the internet age i guess you could say and mm-hmm. so there's been a lot of people that have tried to tie it to like chernobyl and 9-11 yeah and the, chernobyl, really... oh. the chernobyl one was debunked Wait, can you... yeah completely. and the i mean the 9-11 one is like just some weird like um coincidence can, national inquirer weird yeah kind yeah of thing, yeah but... can you speak to them a little bit like you mean you don't believe the national inquirer <laughs> you know, every That's now and then they get something magazine. right. Actually, I got all of my sources from them. So. Haven't you ever seen Men in Black? It's the only newspaper that tells oh the only one God. you can trust. <laughs> Actually, well, speaking segue. No, no I meant what, what you were talking about. Like, uh, Yeah, I was looking up premonitions because people were kind of looking at this as like... Uh, uh, saying like they were having premonitions or that the Mothman was like... Uh, would give them premonitions or uh-huh. they would have dreams about this bridge collapse or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like how many people have these like same sort of things. Like people sure. claim they have seen the Mothman, uh, before a big tragedy, like nine 11. And of course, like you said, that was just bullshit with the Chernobyl thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's strange though, like hearing about, uh, cause I mean, okay. The, the premonition thing, like I'm like very quick to call bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, uh, because like I, I think I was actually thinking like I was reading up on premonitions today, and I was thinking about Jessica Jones. Have you got how many oh, of you yeah. guys have yeah. watched yeah. Jessica Jones? Oh my Jessica god, Jones. like the best thing that Netflix mm-hmm. ever. One done. of my <laughs> favorite things ever. It's very good. Uh, but there is a scene where she's uh, at her childhood home with um, David Tennant. What's his character's name? Doctor oh. Who. I don't care. Purple yeah. Man. <laughs> I can't remember. The uh, Kilgrave. Kilgrave. Yeah. Kilgrave. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Kilgrave. Yeah, yeah. Thank That's you. Right. Yeah, Kilgrave. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's uh, he has taken her to her childhood home, and they're sitting there. And she there's a neighbor that lives there 
that was still there from when she was a child. Okay. And she's like, oh, I hate this bitch. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. She doesn't want to talk to her, but she walks over there and he invites her over. He's like, hey, have, have dinner with us. And they're sitting outside. And uh, they're talking about the car accident that uh, Jessica Jones was in as a child. And she's like, this woman is just like that classic example of people who are full of shit. She was mm-hmm. like, oh, I just knew they shouldn't have gotten that car that day. Oh, my God. I knew something yeah. bad was going to... I just had yeah. a bad yeah. feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was my favorite thing because... And this was why Kilgrave was... I mean, this is obviously off topic, but this was why Kilgrave was such an amazing, like, complex character is because he was like, uh, tell me, did you actually really have, like, a bad Oh, feeling? my God. And she was like... And, of course, he can make people tell the truth. And she was like, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> and yeah. he was like well isn't that kind of a shitty thing to say then and she was like well yeah i guess it is <laughs> and so it's like you know that goes like with that premonition thing of people yeah. saying i yeah, had a bad yeah. feeling yeah and it, that yes. is so shitty and yes. so it's like <laughs> amen hallelujah <laughs> praise <laughs> oh my god so you're telling it today <laughs> i no I, I was just saying that like i totally no, agree with that like but i understand there's what that, that is. there's those people and then there are stories of people who say like uh like they, they have say like they had a bad dream like there was a guy actually i can't remember where or when but uh there was a guy that like had for 10 nights in a row had a dream that a plane like that was taking off from a runway uh-huh. uh one of the engines like uh i don't know that it like one of the engines fell off of the plane and then it flipped over on the runway and crashed and exploded and everybody died yeah. he had this dream like 10 nights in a row so he was actually so disturbed by this that he called yeah. uh i guess uh the most uh, local like uh major major like airline like close mm-hmm. to him and he was like i'm like really freaked out by this you know sure. And they actually kind of took him seriously, and they kind of like uh, by what okay. he was saying, they were like, "Well, this sounds like either a, a Boeing, whatever, whatever." Like they named whatever two planes it could have been. That fit the description. They know. fit the yeah, and he actually like right. actually on the last night that he had his dream, a plane in the, like that airport, mm-hmm. uh, like was taking off from the runway, and one of the engines fell off, and it flipped over, and everybody died. No! Like two hundred some people died, and like they even had they even checked everything. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but he, no. that's the weird thing about like, there are people who say after the fact, like, oh, I had a bad oh, feeling, God. but then you start looking into this premonition shit. Yeah. And well, it's like the same with like some of the stories of the people that were uh, on the yeah. Titanic well, or were supposed also, to be on the Titanic. And they were like, oh, I don't want to go on the ship. It's bad like, luck. When you have something like the Mothman thing where it did kind of go viral to an extent. Yeah. Well, like you have all these people jumping on a train that they want to be a part of. And so then yeah, you have people yeah. like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Such bullshit, I saw the yeah. Mothman too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, hard uh, to distinguish. Well, and yeah. from a timing perspective, there's so many angles to the story, which is what's always kind of fascinating right. about it because the, the quantity of it and the, you know, you think of like a small town kind of gives it a, a weird credence, I guess you could say. But there's a lot of different factors at play. And one of them is that, um, you know, this is a, shortly after Roswell, so like UFO fever. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Right. At its height. So like, yeah, this was only like ten years after Roswell, or nine years after. Oh Roswell, yeah, and the... there's a lot of the guy who wrote the book on Mothman went back and did follow up interviews, and there gets into like a lot of like weird um, tie-ins to like the Men in Black phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, UFOs. I heard that. I heard that. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different tie-ins to that, but to your point it begs the question how much of this is people is actual fact legitimately yeah. whether they, they right. really believe what they saw or not experienced something they couldn't explain and yeah. reported it yeah. versus people who were kind of right and like so games did you, or... you guys listen to the alien abduction episodes where where uh sydney talked about like the sleep paralysis 
Like, oh, yeah. That people just didn't understand what was happening to them. So right. then yeah. they would attribute it to something that was related to the culture at the time, which was UFOs. So right. yeah. I, I've which, been actually waiting to yeah. make this point for, for a little bit. Uh, ben and I grew up in a really small town, but I understand, Sydney, you grew up in a tiny Watts? Tiny from Watts, Oklahoma. Oh, wow, that's, that's a ways well, out there. Uh, and so I, I like I, I don't know I don't know about anybody else in the room, but uh, I know Ben and I can tr- can can really. Uh, and Sydney, I'm going to jump in and say, go that ahead. I, I I grew up in a a, a very very tiny. Yeah, Torrance oh, okay, was cool. also in this camp. Yeah, sweet. What about you? Uh, Tulsa, so oh no, not, not at all. Okay, okay. you're not like excluded. Far from us, yeah, get the yeah. fuck out. Of here. <laughs> That's a so, small town as far as cities are concerned. Yeah, 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 yeah relatively. Sure. But yeah. to you guys sure. now, it's, so it's um, I think we can all agree that if somebody of of good repute came forward and was like, "Look, there was this weird thing that happened the other night." Yeah, uh, I don't know how else to put it, but there is a sloth man. Like it would, like it's, the entire town well, would flip out. Yeah. Yes, wait, if it's somebody yes. that you trust, wait, and you know, wait, wait, yeah, wait, because no. there are people Hold like on. reputation is everything. Uh, it would cause fans. kind of a mass hysteria, wouldn't it? it? Would. I mean, maybe yeah. that's what this was. All right, Torrance, what do you got? I was going to push back a little bit. Like, uh, I mean, one person saying that like they had like a weird thing, like that's not going to make my whole town. God damn it. <laughs> well, it wasn't You're just right. one person in this town. What, Point Pleasant, is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It was... Well, was this a, what, how big was this town? Yeah, it was a small town. It was a small I mean, yeah, town. I, can, I could find out. Uh, like yeah, Alex people. is going to look it I up. I think I remember it was like 2,000. Uh, 2,000? I mean, that's relatively small. That's really small. Yeah. Um, Smaller I mean, where we grew up. Or not you, but... Current like, population is 5,000, so... Yeah, okay. Oh, the exact same size as Vanita, then. Vanita's like 4,000. Oh, Vanita, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so about. very comparable to where uh, you and Ben grew up then. Um, but I think, you know, one person, okay, like, okay. But I mean, okay, here in uh, in Siloam, yeah. even, like, uh, we have a very tight-knit, close-knit downtown community. Right. Mm-hmm. So if one of these people, I'm going to kind of go with your point here. Like, if one of the people that is, like, a well-respected person in the downtown community, because the downtown community is a bit separate. I feel like in any town, it's a bit separate from the rest of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, even if someone in this like downtown community was like, holy crap, guys, like something weird happened mm-hmm. and like, let's talk about this. Let's have a meeting about this because I'm freaked out. They go to the police. Then maybe it would kind of ca- like start to cause like a bit yeah, of yeah, the uh, community to back them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, not... we know this person isn't crazy. They don't make yeah. shit up. So yeah. yeah. And it's not necessarily a situation <laughs> where jumping off that, that everyone immediately believes that person, but it's right. like, okay, I know this guy, like. I don't know if I believe what he says happened, but I believe something happened to him that he's trying to figure out. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Have any right. of you guys seen the movie Phenomenon with John Travolta? Oh, no. Wait, no, no that, that's a remake. It's yeah. a remake? I did yeah, not know that. Yeah, that's a remake. I've never heard of it. Well, so the story of Phenomenon is that there's this um, down-home country boy uh, played by John Travolta. Uh, he... I can't remember what he does. Drives a really community. nice car. And no, no, gets not the at pink all. Ladies, to find... okay. no, that's a totally different John Travolta. Gina movie. Davis is in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, he has you, you're thinking of the movie like, Swordfish. He, uh, <laughs> he has like a he has like a sixth sense, right? Like I remember, like, yeah. He he tells someone like get out from under a car because it's going to fall uh, down because he knows that like a earthquake is about to happen. Yeah. Uh, right? So I don't I don't remember that part. That might have been in the original that you mentioned, but in this movie. It was his birthday. He was uh, the whole town because it's such a super tiny little community. Um, uh, was all celebrating his birthday at the local bar, the only one in town, and 
at the end of the night he walked outside and he saw a light in the sky uh and the next over the next couple weeks into months and i think maybe like maybe around a year maybe maybe at the longest about a year uh he started developing these really weird abilities um it started out as like kind of these six like well actually it started out as like he was able to read books like in like several a day um like uh, he developed a photographic memory uh he picked up languages within 15 minutes um yeah he was able to use like he, he developed telekinesis like it, it like it started like progressively exponentially growing and uh, anyway, the, the point I'm trying to make is that uh, it was a very extremely tiny community. And when someone comes forth with as great a reputation as he had and was like, something's happening to me, guys. Like, that was that was kind of like half of the drama in the movie. Actually, it was most of the drama in the movie was he was trying to convince everybody that he wasn't fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, it was, well, it was basically like his friends were like, well, no, or like, or his friends were like, he found out who his real friends were. And I think that kind sure, of relates to what sure. we're, if you had, okay. So say that you say that you worked like in a car shop, like you were working under a car because they, you know, they raised them up or whatever. They raised him up. Sorry. <laughs> Josh Groban. So I can climb on mountains. And you're under the car and <laughs> One of your friends like runs into the room and says, "Hey, get get out, get out, get out from under the car! Like there's an earthquake right. about to happen." Do you think that you would actually do that? Fuck do, yeah! Get yeah. out! Yeah. No, no, like Why not? No, yeah. no, no. That kind of shits you in the back would? of my mind all the time. Anyway, well, you <laughs> who, would too. Who, who, who is this friend? Car? Who is no, his friend? No, no, are they the, are they kind of friend that cries wolf I'm, every time something bad happens? No. That's why I'm asking. Like, Even if it was someone who cried wolf and I was laying under a car that could potentially collapse on me, I'm probably gonna jump up and not test fate. You know, for real? I mean, why not? I mean, for, for real. real, yeah, for real, you, you probably would. would too. Now we know who would die underneath the car. <laughs> let's let's go. Torrance <laughs> is gonna die underneath okay, the car. No. So let's go test this out. I'll go jack up. He's like, no, I will. No, I will. I'll go. I'll go jack up my trucks. And we're all going to go gonna, put our heads it, underneath it. We're going to pick up your truck and, and put Torrance underneath it. We're just going to spin that I chamber of the barrel and we're just going to see whose head gets smashed. That's okay? Ben's truck. My truck, Torrance. You have nothing to lose by getting out of the truck. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the point I was making. And you were like, you would? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so would this be like a, a bad omen? Would this fall into the omen category, you would say? Uh. Yeah, and that's kind of I falling. Think we're into... talking on a large scale here, though. I, I mean, because I mean, the Mothman you could also be seen as almost like a guardian angel esque figure. Well, yeah, well, I mean, there's some yeah. cryptozoology to it. Yeah, it's either cryptozoology it. or it's paranormal. People haven't decided yet. Right? Well, here's the thing: yeah, omens it's, it's aren't been up in the air for a long time. Omens mm-hmm. aren't entirely bad. There are good omens and there are bad omens. It's just like good luck, bad luck sort of thing. Like omens aren't always bad. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. the I think the thing that people um, struggle with is that. It, like it's always described as a, a creature, so that makes you think of it yeah. like a Bigfoot type thing. But then yeah. there's also the like the, the foretelling, the, the for, yeah, the foretelling piece of yeah. the omen piece of it that makes it weird. So it falls into like a lot of different categories. It so it's yeah. become a, a not a point of study, but a point of interest it's, for a lot of different yeah. types. Yeah, of, it seems more paranormal to me. Yeah, than for sure. Well, and the really the the other thing that um, kind of going back to your point about you know how people would try to explain it, and it's not right. necessarily that they would immediately jump on that oh yeah there's like a paranormal creature out there but they would try to understand what you experienced 
one of the immediate things they did was they started talking to um, like biologists and scientists in that area. Like, is they... this possible to be a creature? Well, some yeah, kind? like, like what could this yeah. realistically be? And one of the mm-hmm. things that they settled on was um, there's a bird called a sandhill crane that oh. I guess due to some weird, is either migration or some deforestation really? or something had ended up resettling in the area around Point Pleasant about okay. this time. I see. And the wingspan on it is about six feet. Okay, so those things are huge. And they can fly yeah. at about 30-something miles an hour. So, Ooh, a, so they could drive next to a car. Right, so well, I mean, yeah. and you think about the, the original the story, they're saying 80 miles an hour, but if you got some kids who are a little drunk, a little yeah. high, whatever, freaked yeah. out, maybe they're not driving as fast as they think they are on a gravel road. I mean, there's a lot of things. But, yeah. Okay, to... alright, well, let's, let's back up here. Uh, with Point Pleasant, they had like hundreds of like uh what do you call it like uh people uh, police uh, reports right <laughs> yeah there's about people <laughs> <laughs> police reports on the on the mothman right and the yeah. the thing about it is that we kind of going back to the um the the abduction story that you guys talked about is yeah. right. the consistency between all of the all of the stories is it's always about the size of a human, glowing red eyes in yeah. the center of the chest. Yeah. And you start oh. thinking about a sandhill crane, they raise their wings up above their head. Oh, and okay. their eyes actually in certain light conditions, like with a flashlight, almost like a cat eye, where right. it will light up. Yeah, they like light up picture. red. Yeah. Interesting. So they start p- putting all these pieces together and I'm I'm imagine some people are like well yeah okay that makes sense this yeah. is a bird you're not seen before it's nighttime you're freaked out yeah this fits a lot of the pattern and I think that you know it would at least explain a large portion of the sightings because of how similar they are but the interesting thing about that is a lot of people a lot of the original people who saw it did not buy into that at all and especially yeah. after the bridge collapse they're like no way in hell I would know a bird if I saw a bird but then uh, yeah and I then see. it stopped they nobody saw it after the bridge right. collapse so there's right? a lot so of, that's the odd thing there's but, a lot yeah. of moving pieces to it and mm-hmm. so the yeah the thing becomes then is it that you know, there's almost like a fun to it that's like, oh, I saw the Mothman, it was crazy. And then right. something yeah. really serious gets tied to it, and now, like, the fun kind of gets taken out. Because you oh, know everybody yeah. knew somebody on that bridge that died, because it's a very yeah, yeah, tightly knit community. So it's, but it was, again, what's weird about it is that if it's just the fun play, then people started tying it to the uh, to the Mothman, the, that yeah. they heard that this was going to happen. And the really consistent thing you hear in a lot of those people that came forward and talked about that was, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to sound crazy. But right. now I'm hearing all these other people say it, and right. I want to tell you what happened. So, so yeah. wait, wait, hold on. Um, just for clarification on my part, um, in my little Cliff Notes video, were people coming forth saying that they had premonitions of the bridge falling? Um, yes. Typically, yeah. Well, I've not heard anyone who said before, but after the fact, a okay. lot of people said that the oh, Mothman well, warned that, them it was going to happen. Uh, so That's here's, kind of true. But yeah, you're right. Here's how, here's how my video tied it up. Uh, the day of the collapse, people saw the Mothman on the bridge before. Yeah, oh, and really? there's actually a photo that um, came out from like the day before the bridge collapses, the one that you're talking about. Right. And um, and what's really interesting about it is obviously before Photoshop, and I think it was even put in one of the papers. And uh, yeah, the 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 explanation of it is that there was apparently like a structure, like a support structure, right in the middle of the bridge that kind of jutted out at a really specific angle. Okay, and so a lot of people say, "Oh, it just you know was taken at the right right angle or whatever." But it is a very um, uncanny image. I think it's on the Wikipedia page. So they say where the uh, structure. I mean, I guess this doesn't Wikipedia really matter, but what, where the structural defect was was in that 
I can't first. remember. Okay. It was it was something uh, something like the like the road portion of it gateway because it basically broke oh, okay. in the middle is what happened and All a right. lot of cars just slid into the water. So they didn't you say <laughs> that you had you had read like about like uh, premonitions from a lot of other people like in history. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, this ties in with I mean because people say that they had like premonitions of the bridge collapsing. Of course, that was after the fact. Um, so that's kind of like that type of lady that I was talking about in Jessica Jones. It's like, oh, sure you did. You, yeah. you asshole. But, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting to go back through history and see premonitions or, or omens or, I mean, we talked about doppelgangers in one episode and how, yeah. how they're a bad omen and how after people have seen their doppelgangers, they die or they have a, a miscarriage or something. Good. Uh, oh, damn, girl. <laughs> ben, you need to go outside. I just want to yeah. jar everybody. You need to cool off. I was making sure everybody was awake. Five minute timeout. <laughs> so uh, I have a thought on that. It's more of like a psychological standpoint. Like if you yeah. think about. So I actually have something that at one point in time I used to think of possibly a premonition. I was in a, I was in a potentially really awful car accident back in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, we both walked away without a scratch, but I do remember thinking before the car accident, uh, I should really put on my seatbelt. And, um, you know, in, in a tiny little town where every, like, there's a school every two blocks and everybody was going 20 miles an hour, I never, ever put on my seatbelt. Yeah. That day, I did. And just now thinking about it, uh, I'm not, and I will never claim that I had some sort of premonition that saved my life, but... Uh, if you think about like psychological standpoint, anytime you get in a car, is there not always some sort of like little voice in the back of your head, like saying, "Hey, go put on your seatbelt." There is. Yeah. Yeah. Don't always yeah. listen to it because I mean I'm in the same boat here in Siloam where if I'm just driving yeah. around town, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm never put my seatbelt right. on. Uh-huh. Well, how but... many times do you walk? Do you drive over a bridge and think, "Oh, this well, is sketchy." <laughs> always bridges freak me out. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, all the time. You're like even if it's the most safest bridge, the shortest bridge, you're like. That would really suck if uh, I suddenly maxed out at the 72 tons that's, you know, described on the sign right before the bridge. <laughs> um, but uh, everyone always, like, your mind always goes to that what if. And yeah. So I think that might attribute yeah. to the people who later on were like, well, I knew they shouldn't be on that bridge then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's the, there's an episode of House where I think he's treating a guy who claims to be psychic. <laughs> And he's like, every time something happens, like I predicted it was going to be this. And the the comment that House makes is like, uh, you know, like the thing about someone who claims to have a premonition or a psychic is no one remembers all the times that they were wrong, but yeah. the one time they're right now yeah. validates it's like, everything yeah. it's like the a broken clocks right twice. Yeah, right. A day. So exactly. to your point, how many yeah. times exactly. do you think, right. man, this bridge is really sketchy, and yeah. you drive by and nothing happens, and you don't think anything of it, but the one time it does, and you have that thought, and you're like, oh my god, I saw it in my mind. Yeah, gonna, yeah. You know, yeah. So that's a great point. It's there's a lot of elements that the thing that fascinates me the most about Mothman is that I think it ties into like a lot of weird things about us as people that we want to try to make sense of or understand the world around us. But we we're very quick, I feel like, to to jump to less logical conclusions. It's so easy I think we to want do that. There to be something more. So, of like course. you know, you have a scientist who knows a lot about. Yeah. Birds come in and say, hey, look, it's probably a sandhill crane. Yeah. If I describe and outline this to you, show you a picture, it's going to look a lot yeah. like and it. Think... And people rejected it. And it's yeah. like a more logical answer is being put in front of you. You're not right. a stupid person. You're not of course. ignorant. Of course. But yeah. you want to think there was something more. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, and we've talked about this several times, is that 
people want to feel they're part of something special. And if yeah, they've sure. experienced something out- otherworldly or paranormal or something yeah. like that, then nobody else, not well, at least a handful maybe can claim. Like that puts them in like a group yeah. that they want to belong. Yeah, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't doubt that unique. people have had experiences where they can't explain it. And, you well, know, of course. Uh, sure. uh, and they really do like, I mean, where they really do believe that something happened to them and they experienced something. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what we were talking about earlier is like, how do you, uh, and you can't, I mean, I mean, in some cases you can, cause it's obvious that they're mm-hmm. just being an asshole, but like in a lot of cases you can't distinguish between yeah. the two yeah. and who's telling the truth. And it's like one yeah. person right. said, I, think, I saw I think, the Mothman, And then the next was like, well, I want to say that too. And I think a lot of people also, and will say something like they'll claim that this is something like, this was a Mothman. I saw a Mothman. And then somebody comes back, well, it could be a crane. They're like. They don't want to be wrong. Yeah. Like they think I sure. don't want to be felt. I don't want to feel stupid about this. So I'm just going to deny. Yeah, well, you know, and I that mean, could be some of it. What's the uh, upbringing of everybody here? Like for you guys, like I was raised by wolves. No, you weren't. <laughs> what you were raised by? <laughs> was that was that an easy one for you, Doris? <laughs> no, you no, weren't. For real, Prove it. I'm a pedantic fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what pedantic means, we love but I know we it. love you. it's really bad in this connotation. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. I was just asking, like, uh, what were you guys raised by? Like, what is what is your, like, base, uh, like, religion? Uh, well, let's not, start not... with someone. If you're asking this question, let's I'll go... start with me. Let's start with you, <laughs> and then we'll go around the room, and we'll talk with Alex, we'll talk with me, we'll talk with I, Cody, we'll I talk grew with up, like I grew up evangelical. And now I'm basically, I wouldn't say atheistic, maybe agnostic. Okay. I know. I, uh, I'm not, I have, I'm so not. We can say, we can all say what we grew up with. We don't necessarily have to state our beliefs right now. Well, I just did. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) you're going to make Torrance No, that's, no, that's fine. So, I'm just saying. Now we're going to swing to Alex. Alex? Hi, my name is Alex. Hi, Hello, Alex. Alex. Did we ever introduce hey. ourselves? Yeah, no, hi. Yeah, we did. And the Alex, fact that we had I'm guests, I missed that. <laughs> I'll do <laughs> My name's Alex, and I'm a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, it would be... Um... Like non denominational, which I love that because, yeah. like, to me, I always joke that like non denominational means you're like Baptist with a guilty uh-huh. conscience. But uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I would say it was, um, yeah, more conservative and non denominational is yeah. where, I, where I landed. Which right. I think, I could, just speaking for probably all of us that I, so I know most of you, except for Alex, but now I know, is that we all grew up in like the Bible Belt. We're all like, oh, yeah, absolutely. We've all probably our foundation was in Christianity or some form of it. For sure. So. So you're just speaking for all of us right now? Yeah. So we don't have to have six. So we don't have to have five different stories. He's right. (laughs) I I could be wrong, but I think Ben has been on like a couple other shows with you guys, so he might know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you asking like how does this tie into like our our personal upbringings? Well, yeah. Because the Mothman theory is like supposedly a higher level being. You okay. know, that's okay. what I'm it's supposed it. to be. That's the idea. Yeah. This is a higher level being that's coming down to us to try to warn us about, at least in the the case of the Mothman, the Point Pleasant uh, yeah. case uh-huh. about, like, a bridge collapse. 
collapsing or whatever. With Richard Gere on it. Yep. And Gina Davis. <laughs> yes. yes. Was it Gina Davis? It's or not we Gina this Davis. Joke? What is? I'm going to create my own Mandela. It's never been Gina Davis. I swear. I swear it was Gina Davis. You should go on the Reddit. Back when you go and look at. Go on the Reddit page. You're the guy. You're the guy. Alex is this being that's changing shit. Yeah. I am the author of Kazam. You erased Kazam from history. Hey, welcome to the show, though. I mean, what an honor. Fucking time traveler. <laughs> I have some questions. Yeah. Let's start with Hitler. Why the Bernstein? Yes, of, all, of all the children's books, yes. why the Bernstein? Bernstein bears. Um, Bernstein for your. Oh, this. Okay. Oh, so question. So question. Then. Fuck. <laughs> so question. So if. How how do you all rationalize uh, what the Mothman actually was? So we're skipping over was? what I was doing. Oh what my god! What were you saying? You didn't even finish. No, we're done with that. It's fine. Go ahead. I, think, I, I mean, I think this kind of ties together, right? Yeah, I thought you're I saying did. From a Continue. from our backgrounds, how right. would you rationalize or explain what's happening? Is exactly. That right? That's what I'm getting at. Is that different from what you're thinking, Torrance? Or? I already forgot what I was doing. Okay. <laughs> So let's go with that. What? How do you rationalize? I it? mean, it's I'd never thought about this until Torrance had mentioned it, but the yeah. the religious tie to it is if you look at stories of in in the Bible anyway, like when they talk about like an angel appearing, it scares the hell out of whoever it is because sure. they're like otherworldly and they're this huge presence, mm-hmm. and they have to usually usually the first thing they say is like be not afraid or hey mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm coming here for a good reason, oh, and there gosh. is a omen play to that too because you you look at. Um, you know, you, Mary you and just, Joseph being warned. You blew to get... my mind with the fact that almost every it, in the Bible, the first thing that they say is "be, be not, not afraid. afraid." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Holy always shit. A... Yeah, regardless <laughs> of regardless like, of who they attribute, because it is fucking scary. Yeah, the first thing yeah. that they say is "be not afraid." Yeah. yeah. Well, and I guess it makes sense because if you're right. just like chilling in your living room playing quick flash or whatever, and some, some, some glowing entity. dude shows up and he's beautiful. Or if you're yeah. just like hanging out having a picnic picnic, and like a bush sets on fire and starts talking to you. Yeah. You're, I mean, what? Yeah. It's an average day in the neighborhood. To... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like... It's, uh, yeah, so then I think about, you know, uh, this took place, Point Pleasant is in West either Virginia or West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. That's probably, I would assume, place. especially in the 60s, a fairly <laughs> fairly religious area, small town, probably a little bit churchy. So yeah. I'm wondering if, like, there's a element of, you know, it's trying to warn us about something bad. It's got wings. Is there a play here that it's like there's a um, divine, either sure. good yeah. or malevolent, force yeah. at play here and to try to discredit it with a scientific so, explanation was this... is to downplay any kind of yeah. spiritual meaning. Okay. This brings up a question I was just assuming this the whole time. Was it only experienced at night? It, uh, pretty consistently. Yeah. Okay. There yeah, might have been a few was. daytime yeah, sightings, but almost always at night. Okay. I was assuming that, but I just wanted to be That's sure. That's why the whole, like I said, Richard Gere movie was nighttime and Richard Gere. It was... And Gina Davis. And Gina Davis. So, uh... Gene Davis was not in the movie! <laughs> <laughs> Torrance. It's okay. Because Neil deGrasse Tyson was. Yeah. Oh, that, that fucker. <laughs> I, if I ever got the chance to punch his ass down, I would. You'd have to get through me first. I love Neil. <laughs> We're on first name basis. I'll punch you down first. <laughs> so, uh... uh I, I feel like uh, Google's let me down, but, uh... I read earlier today... Even though just now I just uh, asked Google to define omen for me. Uh, earlier today, omen, I read that it was defined as something that was of divine intervention. Uh, it was something that was like divinity stepping in to, say, 
to say something was about to happen. And mm-hmm. uh, that was that was my paraphrasing. Um, clearly, Google's not backing me up in this situation. But uh, there's there's a lot of uh, biblical examples of that. Of, right. I mean, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Come I on. Mean, I mean, for uh, for uh, what do you call it? Uh, example like omens or whatever for uh for christians yeah they have a lot of that um oh my god <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's no no don't help, me, cut help, help me out here not, no that. help me out here uh, you guys uh, you guys know what i'm talking about though yeah Old Testament well, has prophecies like, prophecies or, yeah prophecies. Well, that's prophecy that's, yeah that's what i'm talking about well and or like be i can't remember who it was but there was the guy in the bible now i'm just gonna look like a really bad person if my parents you're a terrible person there's the guy you. in the bible who he god's telling him to do something and he's like well hey if this is legit I'm gonna lay my my coat outside, and if the coat is wet and everything else is yeah. dry, oh, now it's yeah, real. Yeah. And about. then he does a few different versions of that. Well, even like you can think about the story of Joseph. Like they had, he did the dream interpretation. That's kind of an omen, and that was yeah, kind of an ancient. Yeah. and so, that was huge in Egypt. Something aside that, from the Bible, from the Bible that uh, is so clear in my mind uh, at this moment when we're talking about it all is uh, is, is Lot. The story of Lot where he lives in that really uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he's he lets a star get raped. <laughs> no, so it was two angels came to his house yeah. to warn him that God was going to destroy these cities. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't until after he treated them with, you know, dignity. You know, and, and then respect. strangers knocked on his door and they said, hey, let your daughter outside so we can rape no no them. no they said That's... let your let you let your visitors guess, outside yeah. so yeah we can and rape so them. he let his daughters outside he, instead i think he offered up his i don't think yeah it was ever he confirmed. did yeah yeah it's like I, i've heard that that comes from like a um like from that time it was like if there was a guest in your home you're responsible for them so it was considered dishonorable or evil to allow harm to befall your guests before, before it happened yeah. to your family, and your family. Yeah, yeah which they were trusting you to keep them safe right back when like having fire was really important which yeah. which just... in my mind is the only and the only recollection from the bible i remember where the angels did not come forth and the first thing they ever said was do not be afraid because they came forth in human form thing I, I would like to talk about is like what is the difference between like uh superstition and omen so whenever we were doing our homework yeah today, yeah yeah was uh i saw a lot of things like oh if you spill salt throw it over your shoulder oh uh, yeah if you pick up a four-leaf clover like that's a good omen like all of these were like omens and yeah. like so i focus particularly on on eastern european that is very culture. superstitious uh, i think of uh and actually torrent suggested that i kind of talk about this because i'm a cat person I love yeah, cats, obviously, and I have cat. I have a black cat, and uh, I've always been fascinated by. Uh, let's see, what was it? Uh, it was uh, the bubonic plague, mm-hmm. yes. uh, that wiped out like two thirds of Europe. If I'm, am I correct yeah, about that? Yeah, uh, and whenever fifteen hundreds, somebody yeah, helped me out here, something like that. But the <laughs> they were so superstitious. That they started killing off cats. They started killing... Black cats specifically, I think, but they started killing off cats because they thought they were bad luck. Like, if it crossed your path, you were going to die. If they crossed your path, you are going to die. It read into that, like, cats were... Yeah, cats were, like, So they killed off all these cats, and then guess what fucking happened? The rats. The rat population fucking skyrocketed. Yeah. They... 
and then they all got the fucking bubonic plague in yeah. 2005. Yeah, rats were the carriers. Died. They if were the only carriers. They had thought about rats. And so they killed off all of the rats' natural predators, mm-hmm. and then it caused this plague to spread like wildfire. It killed off almost an entire population mm-hmm. because of superstition. Mm-hmm. And so that's fascinating to me. What, uh, yeah, that's just the the dumbest superstitions. I mean, that's a, exactly. it's an animal, and it's like to me that's crazy. Like, because a lot of like like that was probably and going back to Christianity, that was probably a very Christian population mm-hmm. based in Christianity. And it's like you know, are these not the all Bubonic God's creatures? You know, they were Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So Christianity. So it's like to me, it's like, are they not all God's creatures? And but you're gonna put like some kind of crazy superstition at this one creature and then kill it off for no reason. Like it, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Going back to your, point, I, I, think... I like killing the cats. Those are good times. We <laughs> should bring that back. You yeah. never your... get to hold Freddy again. <laughs> Freddy will hold me. That Going is my beautiful your, black cat. To your question, I think a like a superstition is just a, a belief in general about uh-huh. um, how different actions or or um, activities have supernatural consequences. But a omen yeah. is specifically a sign that is revealed either by uh-huh. a supernatural force or nature that means something. Okay, I, think they, so... I think they still cross a little bit. Oh, like, for they example, definitely cross. Yeah. For example, like a black yeah, yeah. cat passing would be a bad omen, but right. it is also yeah. a superstition. Or like if you no, crack no, an no. egg open and it's got two yolks, like there's all kinds of weird Here's, stuff where I, they cross. I actually think I, I, I'm, I think I can draw a line in the sand for that. Uh, I think maybe a superstition is something that you do to prevent something from happening. Like pouring the salt over your shoulder or hanging a, uh, a shoe horse over a door. Well, wouldn't that be a ritual? Uh, it could be. Yeah. Based yeah. on, based on super, a ritual based in, on superstition. Okay, sure. Yeah. But on, I think for an omen is almost definitively some sort of outside source telling you, giving you a message like a That's, pat crossing. Okay, that so, sounds right to me. So real quick, yeah. real like, quick. Hey, something bad. The universe so is telling the you. The actual definition of superstition is excessively credulous belief and a reverence for supernatural beings. So it's like people who are like always looking out for something supernatural. Okay. You know, it's not necessarily an an action in itself. It's like your constant awareness. And we kind of talked that about world. that in the hauntings episode, yeah. which was the very first yeah. one. Like people who yeah. sage their houses a lot oh or their God. businesses. Um, so the second, and, uh, yeah, because they're afraid. The second uh, definition here says a widely held but unjustified belief in supernatural causation leading to certain consequences of an action or an event or practice based on such a belief. So that yeah. I think that's where it ties in like or you, like uh, an unjustified belief where you, you see something happening like, well, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, God caused that hurricane. Or yeah. like you have to oh, arrange your remote controls yes. in a certain way so that the <laughs> right? football team will win the game. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> over your shoulder, it'll change. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Silver oh, Linings gosh. playlist. Silver yeah. Line. I was literally about to say <laughs> Silver Linings. Oh my God. <laughs> that that fucking Robert so De Niro. I was, I was yeah. using Silver Linings playlist. And she's like, was he not with me on that Sunday night, mother? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just, and he, they're like, holy shit. <laughs> Dude, Crazy. One of my favorite movies, though. No, I, I really like that want. It is good. Not my favorite. Alex, more on this podcast can we get more alex on this podcast yes absolutely That's what I'm, saying. I'm, I'm down yeah absolutely <laughs> let's go ahead and take a quick pee break yeah. all right yeah. Yeah. Pee break. 
Three sixty-four. Sixteen-bit uh, Cherokee. Sixteen-bit. <laughs> I love that. It. Needs to be your name. No, it's Panic Station. I worked oh, really Panic hard Station. on that name. <laughs> I worked really hard. Oh my god! I spent like, so much time I really on that. like Panic at the Disco. I, no. no, it's uh, the actually <laughs> that's part of it. No, but no, no. Um, no it's Panic it's actually so. His own um, name. My uh, <laughs> one of my number one inspirations when I first started making chiptune music was a band called Motion City Soundtrack. I love Motion Fuck City. Fuck, you don't remember uh, Motion City? Yeah, dude. so their synthesizer player is like yeah. my huge inspiration because he writes just the tastiest synth hooks. He does, and yeah. um, and uh, I actually my Game Boy signed by their synth player. Nice. Yeah, yeah I actually brought awesome. it to him on a show, and he's like, "I don't understand this at all, but okay, I'll sign it." Yeah. And uh, and so their last album was called Panic Stations. Okay. So I did Panic Station, and I stylize it like PlayStation. But anyway, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that is very awesome. Can you? Yeah, you're. She cooks a lot me? with Jinsu. <laughs> yes, that's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> I love that song. What's yeah. the name of it? I won't. It says wife. We name. need to. We're gonna put his music on here. Yes, yeah, thank yes. you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I was following. I was trying. Right. He's getting plugged tonight. Yeah, we're gonna plug. He needs to be He's plugged. Get plugged. We're so gonna, hard. We're gonna plug the black him one hard. or the red one. The black yeah, one. Or I'm, the not, red le- one. I'm yes, not leaving yes. until I get plugged by these four people. Hell yeah. yeah I go I first. It. I knew uh, I came here for a reason. So, <laughs> so Ben, that's what I signed on his ass cheek. I knew I came here for a reason. What's up? So you're wanting me to throw out the the hypothetical? Yeah, go go ahead and hit it with us. Yeah. So we were talking about. That's with it. Um, I can't remember how this originally came about, but it's a, it's a thought that stuck with me ever since I was a kid and first started getting really interested in Mothman. But sure, you know, we we live in what I I coined the Photoshop age, mm-hmm. where um, you know there's so much stuff on the internet and like you know yeah. fake news Nothing's and all this believable. other stuff, and yeah. it's so easy to. <laughs> I mean, they got the point where like I mean they literally have tech now that they can. Um, you know, put your face, your someone else's face on your face, and you can make them talk. Like they have all this, yeah. great, like you can't trust anything you see. Yeah, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Nothing at all. And and so my point <laughs> is, is that you know, you look at this supernatural stuff, and people are like, oh, I don't believe it. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. So my question is, is like, in the age of Photoshop, what would you really have to see or experience to believe something? So like believe apart, something supernatural, right? So apart right. from like yeah. Mothman coming down and talking to you, this is yeah. secondhand, right? Yeah. What would you have to see from a secondhand witness to one hundred percent be sold okay. on a supernatural occurrence? So okay, so I have a few thoughts about that. Sure. For one, who it's coming from—that's a big part of it. Sure. Because yes, like if absolutely. my like if my dad <laughs> came to me and told me that he saw this and he was one hundred percent serious, I would believe him just yeah. because. Same he, with my mom. He never yeah. would believe anything like that if there wasn't a good reason behind it. Two, I don't know if I can really believe anything in video format from a stranger. Yeah. Or, no. or photo format. Like, you have people, like, this happened to us, like, the other, like, probably this week, whenever we, we well, all probably know who I'm thinking about, showed us a video of, like, the moon landing stuff. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's, when you start showing YouTube videos from other sources, that's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to believe sketchy. that. I'm not going to believe that. I, yeah. I so, first off, it has to be either... First hand or second hand to the person that's showing you, like either they recorded it themselves or a friend of theirs gave it to them and it's like on the hard disk of their phone or whatever, you know, sure. like it has to be like legitimate, not just like a streamed thing. Yeah. So, or that's went viral. Like if it has a million views, I'm probably not going to like no. follow um, it. And then there's a, I mean, like we, I think we talked about it in the hauntings episode. I talked about Alcatraz. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I watched some like YouTube videos and I knew what I was getting into there. And they were creepy, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, how easy would it be to manipulate this stuff? I mean, yeah. 
you know, and like I'm watching something that like, yeah, I think it's creepy, but I, I, I don't believe it. Like, I yeah. don't believe like what I'm seeing because I think it could it had been so easily could have been manipulated. It could yeah. something could have been added in there so easily. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that reminds me, there is a uh, of, of course, everything you see on the Internet is true. Uh, a video I saw on the Internet um, that was either photoshopped by a true master of his craft was real. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I don't know a whole lot about Photoshop, but, um, I, there was, it was a video of a, of basically an angel landing in like a city square. And of, obviously in retrospect, I'm sitting here saying this out loud saying, why did you say that? Out loud? But <laughs> on, I, on, a, on a public but forum, what I was going to say is like, do you believe it? Well, so here's what made it really, uh, thought provoking was that in, in a lot of Photoshop, you don't see, uh, a lot of the secondary and tertiary effects of the of the thing within the environment that it was placed in well, in Photoshop. Yeah. What yeah. this what this ter- certain Photoshop did was that it added the glow, the light, the, ref- the reflection on every pane of glass. It cast shadows on everything that was within the photo. Oh wow! It did. Yeah. It was it was like master level. Yeah, Photoshop, and it you, was but incredible. Did you believe it? No, yeah. I I wouldn't say I believed it, but it was definitely thought provoking. I like looked at. It, I was like, holy shit! Like, what made you believe it though? Uh, well, I didn't believe it, but I, I definitely decided that it was something that uh, you considered it. I well, yeah, because. Yeah. I mean, it, it, of course, a lot of it falls on my ignorance of Photoshop and what you can and can't do. So, um, but yeah, the, uh, Something Awful forums, uh, they actually do Photoshop challenges. And yeah. um, they basically, like, they'll do something like, here is the base photo. Okay. Manipulate it in a way that you can pass it off. Or okay. here is a theme. Find mm. a photo and manipulate it to best convey this theme. And okay. then there'll actually be a game of how many sites can they spread this to that people buy into it as possibly real or real so yeah um like the original photo that started slender man came out of that out of that oh, challenge that's cool slender so man. so it I actually like that. they and they he it was really crazy because if you track down the original it's like one black and white photo from the 60s and it's these kids on a playground and they photoshop like a shadowy figure in the background right and they said that basically uh, you know, when they took this photo, no one no one was there except the kids. It was a school day, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, the library burned down. And mm. what's crazy is people started grabbing this and talking about it. Not that they believed it, but that this was a given supernatural occurrence, just like the Mothman or anything else. Okay. And it was literally, like, birthed into existence by a Photoshop challenge. Sure. So that's oh, the complexity, to your point. There's a challenge so, of can you pass this off? Right, oh. so I have, interesting. I have kind of a half-baked thought that I'm... It, I want to post to you guys. So like, okay. Uh, so transversely to this whole aspect of like, what do you need to be shown? Like, where is the genesis of truth in anything that you see or hear on the media or like in the news that is the foundation of what you will believe? And then, <laughs> well, like, cause you hear something and if it's popular belief, you're going to believe it for the most okay. part. Okay. If it's not like out there, you know, so okay. it would be super easy for people to get away with like half, truths or little lies and you'll believe those based off of uh like for example like the whole like uh policemen harassing people like they'll get just like perfectly timed clips that just don't show the full story kind of thing and we believe that right off the bat like but i wonder like of all these supernatural crazy things how often does it happen where maybe one thing could be true of what they're saying that is really crazy that it had happened 
that we don't know because it's in this whole mess of you know yeah, half truths and what's what the, the first story like you know to your point with the line i think it's that um you know there's a a meter if you will of yeah, like a bullshit how much, meter. <laughs> how much trust it takes for me to have to yeah. believe you and you know at a certain level of credibility, maybe I don't trust you fully like I would like yeah. my wife or someone, but sure. I trust you enough that if you told me something that seems plausible, yeah, I'm going to go along with it. But mm-hmm. the more implausible what you're saying is, the more mm-hmm. trust it requires. So uh-huh. to your point, I think there's a lot of things that there is some grain of truth to it, but because everything else is so implausible, the meter's been pushed so far past yeah, the you breaking can't, point. can't get past that, yeah. so you won't, don't want to believe it as a whole. Yeah, yeah and so, so then, yeah. you know, with like news or anything else, you have a certain level of comfort because this yeah. is a institution you know it's right. on tv whatever but at the same yeah. point it's i mean if you go and look at like um it's always horrifying like politifactor or whatever yeah. after like a presidential debate like they'll have statements that like maybe only 20 percent of the entire monologue they gave had any basis in statistics or any kind of like scientific fact and the yeah. other 80 percent gets glossed over and no one goes to check it so to your point, it's like, you know, there it, it probably happens even beyond the the supernatural element that there are just there are always there's always an element of truth to whatever you're sure. talking about. I feel like Alex just destroyed this. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah, a common that's a uh, phrase, uh, common common thing that you hear a lot with the with storytelling oh. in general is like there's always a kernel of truth. Yeah, to most a, great stories. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what makes them believable right. to to a lot of people. I mean because if you have like some basis in fact to like as your right. foundation, and then you add on a bunch of bullshit on top of that, and then you you might be even a trustworthy person. Well, yeah. So like what I was getting at is just like it's hard to sometimes filter through all of what you see because it's really whoever gets to the story first you're gonna maybe take precedence and believe because like i saw this and you want to tell people about it and so then that starts to filter out and a lot of people start to believe that as the basis Mm -hmm. of truth when it might not be and so they're just if it's somebody who's just trying to get a leg up on what is the actual truth you might believe the first story as opposed to the second that's what i'm oh yeah yeah but the actually the the funny thing is i asked the question and i thought about how i would answer it and obviously um you know your point about like if, if your dad or someone told you something yeah you'd give it a lot more credence than yeah just a absolutely. random person on the internet but the thing that i was thinking about was there was a moment with um i think it was in dallas where there was like the sniper like there was the, oh, the black okay. lives matter parade yeah. and there was like a sniper oh, yeah. Yeah. shooting yeah. the cops and i actually i don't remember the situation but i was like at my desk doing some work or whatever and i just went to check twitter and people were just posting live video of this happening and so you had literally you could scroll through the twitter feed and like look at like 50 or 60 different people's live stream of what was going on yeah Mm -hmm. so my immediate answer was in a situation where i don't necessarily trust one person if i'm getting this exact same response yeah from multiple people in a you know a live scenario yeah that would be a situation where you have maybe it's a a video on youtube but there's a thousand versions of it all from different angles yeah that's that's when you can yeah that's what i was gonna say about you said like you mentioned fake news right and you mentioned like how hard like how difficult it is to believe even uh i mean i I don't think you mentioned this but in my in my opinion it's difficult to believe the media I mean, look at Fox News. Like, that's a reputable, hey, like... Hey. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. do we have a... <laughs> do we have a Bill O'Reilly fan in no. here? No. <laughs> You've entered the no-spin zone. Oh, fuck. No. I love it. Uh, but this no, is like, Trump's America now, okay? It's uh, the Twitter thing. Like, I love Twitter. 
Because it's the it's that thing of where you're getting like a live you can get live feeds of shit that's happening right it's now. It's like you know, it's that it's the instant news coming from what's happening like from the source. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like that uh honestly like it's kind of ridiculous but social media at least on Twitter, mm-hmm. sorry, is like the uh is like for me it's the best form of news. I mean, it's quick. Sure. It's like, you know, you get like short like quick updates. I mean, what is it? 120 characters. Yeah. 140. And all 140, thank you, 140 characters. But also like the live feeds of the videos, you know, like it's it's a it's a really great medium mm-hmm. for getting uh, what's like for getting information on what's happening really in the world right now. It's unfiltered, mm-hmm. and you're getting it from whatever yeah. zone that it's happening in and at the right. moment. Right, so. and it's uh, kind of full circle here. But then it's almost kind of going back to the Mothman thing of it's unfiltered, but you're also getting that person's perspective of what happened. So then it becomes a question of what is the Mothman of the story and what is the Sandhill Crane of the story because there's some kind of there's some kind of overlap between the truth and then what is their perspective being skewed by, you know? Yes. Right. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great point. It's like selective facts. Yeah. And I think that's uh that's why I love um, you know, paranormal fringe science topics is that yeah. If you just take them as like, yes, I believe this, then it's like a whole complex, messy thing. But if you just look at it and try to understand, like, how did this come to be? Why did people think this? Why you was can this look at the psychology response? of it. Right. And it's yeah. fascinating to do and that. And there's, there's some element of human truth in that, regardless sure of what the topic there is. is. Right. I feel like every time we do one of these, we always get back to, like, psychology. Well, that's oh, yeah. what it comes it, down to, It does to, come man. down yeah. to that. Like, why I mean, do people believe the things yeah, they believe? anything. Yeah. Anything comes yeah. down to that, you know? Yeah. And that's why, like, when we did the Flat Earth Theory or whatever, it was, yeah. you yeah. know... I wanted to be sympathetic to the to the people who believe in in certain sure. like yeah, what, what to here. us are batshit theories. I mean, but to we have me, no clue what their background yeah. is. But it's or like, what they grew where, up like, with why or... are they thinking that? Like, yeah. what are they coming from? Where are they coming from? Like, who are they? Who are these people? Because they're all individuals. Because it's so easy yeah. for me, especially. Yes. Like, I'm a very judgmental person in general. And I have to step we, back. I, I have cry to... in my room every week. We know. We <laughs> I'm sure know. you do. But I have to, like, I have to, yeah, but I mean, it's like, I have to step back from my nature a lot and look, uh-huh. at, look at even myself objectively and be like, wait, hold on. Like, don't just lump people into a group. Sure. Because everyone is a very, very much an individual. And yeah. it's like, so you could like, and it's like, actually like the phrase is, oh, these flat earth people is like we talked about on the last one is like that that is that phrase is used to like describe a lot of conspiracy theorists puts them all under an umbrella it puts them all yeah. under an umbrella yeah and it's what like do you mean these people <laughs> what do you mean you people <laughs> what do you mean what you, do you mean you people <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, you never exactly. go full retard no, never go full time <laughs> survive but it's so easy to just say oh the these people that person those types yeah. of people but it's like it when you look at the individual aspect of it and you look at like try to take it like a step back and think, mm-hmm. okay, this person, like why are they thinking yeah. this? Like that's I what think, the fascinating thing is. Something in their life is. led them to yeah. believe this. I think yeah. it's important yeah. to know exactly. that. Yeah. But there's also the distinction is that just because you understand what it doesn't give it credibility to the, what they're talking oh, about. Like, no, that's yeah. not what I'm saying. No, like, I get that. But I just Yeah, there's a difference between like, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not like, talking about credibility uh, here. What was the question? Oh, what would, you, what would you have to do? What would you have to, have to see to, right, to, to believe, believe it if yeah. it wasn't just you being uh, there? Honestly, I would have to see it with my own two eyes. 
Uh, so you it, wouldn't believe any, no matter who that's it was. a really good answer <laughs> yeah uh, i i don't think if anybody came to me with so many any kind of digital device and said hey look at this i'd be like oh cool you know like there's no credence to it at all i would that's have a very to see good it answer two eyes. and it's something ben and i were talking about before the break i think you were here for that too but the thing that sucks about that answer is that now you you know it for a fact and now you, you have to go convince someone else it's real, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so how I, are you going to do that? Yeah. If you had to convince somebody, it was let me real, ask. Let me do? ask you this: Why do you have to convince somebody? Well, let's say it's something like, for example, like the Mothman thing. Oh, say lives are there at stake. is a bridge. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. What if there is a bridge? Yeah. Um, I think really, uh, it uh, like, I think it comes down to what is it worth to you? If I knew without a shadow of doubt in my heart that this bridge was going to collapse and kill forty-seven people. And I prized their lives over my own. My answer would be, I would threaten the bridge myself. I would say, I'm going to blow up this fucking bridge. I was going to say, I would call it a bomb threat. <laughs> nice. Would be like my immediate I would thing. say, yeah. I'm going to blow up this fucking bridge on the day of April 14th, 1966. And uh, I've already planted the charges. There's nothing you can do about it. You, I would, you know what I mean? Like, I would I would do anything like, within my from power. Like, like, no, I would happily yeah. go if you to want jail. To find I like me, that. Put up that is the, such a good answer, dude. Put up roadblocks yeah. or stuff. I never even thought about that. But would, like... You would have but to preventing be... it by by threatening it, right? Yeah. I would, I would, it... because in that case, you would have to not care that people didn't believe you. Exactly, it, you would have That's, to prize yeah. other people's lives over your own. Absolutely, so. yeah. 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 but it, say you, exp- but I feel like you'll still be there's this level of self doubt if you even did experience this entity telling you what well, this bridge is going to collapse. You're like, okay, I could believe them, but is this just like it might just off my rocker? Like, can you believe yourself? The question, I think the question then you'd ask yourself is, even then, what is it worth to you? Uh, if you're wrong, you serve the next 40, uh, probably not 40, I don't know how long you'd serve back in 1966 yeah, for a bomb is. threat. Yeah. Um, like five minutes. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> back in jail, I don't know All how right, long you'd serve this crazy asshole, this is just a town drunk, and we're going to toss right. him in here yeah. for calling in a bomb threat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would happily go to jail for that cause. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah, I think that's good. Thank you. But this has been a really fun episode. Yeah. I'm really glad that we got Cody and Alex here with us this evening. Thank you. This yeah. is, uh, yes. I've always wanted to do a podcast, and I've been a, yeah. a Thank huge you for fan being of what here. you guys have been doing. So Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Can, well, can I make my introduction right now? Here at the very end? Sure. Oh, go ahead. Uh, introduce so yourself. I'm actually the friend. Who the fuck are you? So I, <laughs> Get out. This to guy answer just your question, Sydney, uh, I, remember when you guys talked about uh, Dead Space? Uh, I am the friend. Uh, yes, I, I just listened to that today. Yeah, so I am the friend that Ben referenced, who screamed at the very beginning and then oh, refused to play. Okay, and I made like Ben girl. play for the rest of the game. Nice. Yep. That That's me. You. Hi, I'm Cody. <laughs> I am spineless, and uh, I'm in the military. <laughs> what was the name you guys used? Was it Toby? Is what you guys named the most? Oh, Her- Howard. Ha- Howard. 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 Harold. It was Harold, guys. It was Harold. I'm pretty it sure was it was Harold. Howard. No, it was Howard. It was Howard. You said Harold on the podcast. Sure. Mandela was effect. wrong. I caught it. Mandela I was like, no, it wasn't Harold. It you was said Harold on the okay. podcast because well, I listened to it. Today. Was it was Howard. It okay. was Howard. Okay. That we called Mandela. Correction. That's the Mandela effect, man. You're right. They named the monster Gina Davis. Gina Davis was in. Uh, Dead Space? Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. Okay, She was yeah. six yeah. feet no, tall I, and... Wait, no, she is six feet tall. I knew exactly what monster blood. you were talking about like the second that yeah. you started doing <laughs> right. So I was like, yeah, I know who The Harold one that is. never died. He's a, oh, he's yeah. a real a-hole. That asshole. Yeah. yeah. Can we tell the story of how Gina Davis touched Torrance's butt once? Can I tell a story? Go ahead. <laughs> wait, that's a real story. If you talk into your mic over here. That's a real story. Torrance, pull your mic. Gina Davis touched my butt. 
I'm literally she, uh, and we're not under contract at this job anymore. No, no, no. So no you more. can totally yeah, talk about it. It's totally this. fine. Uh and it wasn't her fault. Uh <laughs> she just she walked behind me oh, and she wanted it. And brushed my butt. And I turned around and it was Gina Davis. And it was like Thank the you. best thing that's ever <laughs> yeah. I love It was the food. best thing that's ever yeah. happened. I to me. served her food, but Torrance tops me with like her touching his butt. I, that was the best thing, Oz. I also uh, gave uh, what's his name, uh, Steve Harvey. I gave Steve Harvey <laughs> cornbread. <laughs> I wasn't there that night. That's fantastic. But there was nothing cool with that. I just, I just gave oh, Steve Harvey cornbread. Oh, before I forget. The yes. name of the show you guys were thinking of last episode was A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila. You're welcome. Oh! I was like Thank walking you. my dog and I was like, A Shot at Love! Tila Tequila! <laughs> we, t- shot at love! <laughs> we talked about that shit! Tila Tequila! Yeah, that's, right. that's, that's, a, great. that's a person that has like a PhD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I no, took away from that. She episode. does not. She does not have a feeling. <laughs> oh my god. That's Nobody the one, needs to believe that. That's the one that was like five feet tall. And, and has like a PhD in a, a no, no, no. bachelor's no, she's not. very prolific. She's not. In dick sucking? I mean, <laughs> you might be thinking of Snooky. <laughs> no, I know I know Snooky. She was on an episode of Supernatural, which is hilarious. Wait, she really? Snooky is? Snooky played Wait, a, wait, Snooki wait. Snooky played a cross wait. No, shut up. Snooky played a crossroads demon on Supernatural. No. That's and, amazing. And uh, no. so Sam and she Dean did? Sam and Dean summon her. They summon a crossroads oh demon. Snooky shows up and Dean is like, Snooky? Oh my like, it's one of those meta episodes. Wait, have I seen that? fucking way. You may have. Oh my god. There's 12 seasons. How the fuck am I supposed well, to know what you're There's like 50-something episodes a season. Yeah, I gave up yeah. on that. I can show. tell you right away, <laughs> Tila, Tila Tequila is definitely the better looking of the two. Of <laughs> Snooki and Tila? Yeah, I, I couldn't remember. I can't differentiate wait, wait. between the two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In my mind. For, okay, oh, let's, let's, yeah, let's, okay, let's do I'm a vote for everybody here. <laughs> Is Snooky really better looking? Wait, than if Tila okay, Tequila? no. Here's the real question. Okay, okay. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Tila Tequila is way better looking. Yeah, I'm gonna than say Snooki. I would I fall on the oh, <laughs> yeah. The so sword. you have really? to fuck Snooky or Snooky or Tila Tequila. I'm gonna go with Tila Tequila. Yeah, so I will is... go with Tila Tequila too. Tila Tequila Mockingbird. Tila Tequila Mockingbird. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> 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 A shot at justice with Tila Tequila Mockingbird. A shot at justice? I love it. Did you guys hear this? Man, Alex, drop your fucking mic, bro. Like, that's fucking amazing. This is the only mic I have. A shot shot at justice with Tila Tequila Mockingbird. That's the best thing ever. I'd pay to watch that. My next song will be named that. Please. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. Speaking, well... Well, no, uh, yeah, we need to we need to plug Alex's music. Yeah, so Alex, yes. to, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. What, we need to what, wrap this let's, up. Let's, yeah, wrap it up. Let's plug Alex's music. Uh, so yeah, so I used to make a bunch of chip tunes in high school, and I uh, started working on it again. And uh, I've started a new project called Panic Station, uh, and it's on Facebook awesome. at uh, Facebook dot com slash Panic Station Chip Tunes and SoundCloud dot com slash Panic Station Chip Tunes. And uh, I just put up a cover of Don't Let Me Down by the Chainsmokers. Oh That's uh, oh, been pretty yeah. well received. Can you do a cover of like a good song or something? Oh, snap. Oh. 
Uh, yeah, I'll work on a couple other good ones. <laughs> oh, um, cool. But we're going to have, at the end of this episode, a, a clip of yeah, Alex's yeah. music. I'm so yeah, excited. It'll be yes. great. So you'll let's, hear that here in a second. Let's play his music. Let's oh, we definitely, definitely are. music. But, uh, no, it's been great having you here. I'm so glad yes, you had so many good so things much. to say definitely. about the Mothman. Absolutely. Thank and you we'll so much for coming. Definitely those, keep in touch by having you back in. you can't see him, Alex looks like a music Absolutely. Like music no, dude, I was saying, like, when we sat down to do this podcast, like, he's wearing some, like, what, like, some hip-hop shoes. Like, are, like Alex is hot. He's, I'm, like, I'm dressed so like Skrillex's hot. less successful brother. He's, like, <laughs> holding his mic in his hand. <laughs> he's got his headphones on. He's got his, like, kind of Super Saiyan hair going on. Yeah. Like, He's oh, got man. the you guys Super Saiyan hair. Y'all too sweet. I don't know. He's great, dude. Yeah, yeah. All black. He's, great. He's like murdered out. Yeah. Except for his murdered very out. Asian t-shirt. Yeah, this is a new one. I really like the shirt. Oh, I gotta give you, like, you got the street cred, man. Like, yeah. Yes, nice. absolutely. Nice. And Cody is our other guest absolutely. tonight. I, I'm yes. the lesser guest. Cody And is, he is here. Wait. <laughs> uh, Cody's also uh, married, but he is a very attractive man. Oh. Uh, feel free to Hit me up or don't because I'm married. <laughs> At five, five, five. In a platonic way. Hit him up in a platonic way. Kimberly, that was a joke. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody to listening to this episode of Pseudophiles. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Again, thank you to Alex and Cody for joining us today. Thank you. And, uh, bye.